T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, fantasy football fans. Kickoff is coming, and we're getting you ready. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. Get the latest injuries, expert opinion, weather at the outdoor stadiums, and more. God bless fantasy football. Get your lineups in with confidence. Tim Allen and company helps you win. Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Get ready for game day with the freshest homemade meats, a variety of tasty brats, the finest quality steaks, and more. WestBendSausagePlus.com on 1250 AM, The Fan. Here we go now. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. As uh, Daryl Hall on a stage in Chicago said a couple of weeks ago. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Here we go. Fantasy Football Weekly, the 2021 Fantasy Football Championship season begins today. Our 15th season of Fantasy Football Weekly here on 1250 AM. The Fan, there's Evan Heffelfinger. My name is Tim Allen. We will take a little break from... Brewers baseball the next couple of hours gets you all ready to go for your fantasy season. And I I do want to say, Evan, the no-hitter, I'm still flying high on that no-hitter last night. That is just another special story in a special season. And wow, that's, that's all I can say is wow. It's hard not to be amped up after just a beautiful pitching performance from Corbin, a great job from Josh Hader. We got to see in back-to-back days history made by this Milwaukee Brewers team, more history made. This season is special, absolutely special, but, I mean, fantasy football is also special too. It is, and I am so glad. I was uh, walking the dogs earlier this morning, and I'm like, man, I am so glad my drafts are done and I'm all paid up in all my leagues, six leagues. I'm just – it's such a – when you're in multiple leagues, and those of you guys, uh, fantasy football players, that know that when you're in multiple leagues, it, it sort of kind of uh, drains on you a little bit heading into all these drafts. And, you know, some of them online, I will say this, they are expediting um, drafts very efficiently these days. You know, for example, um, our, our station league draft, it took, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes, 55 minutes, That's somewhere it? in there. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't real long, and and I I really like that part of it. There's a big cluster in some of our live drafts, and there's no timer. And then if you take a guy that's you know say J.K. J.K. Dobbins was drafted a week ago. Okay, how long has his season been done? And so 
in one regard, that's a that's a, a good thing because I'm in that league playing against a player that isn't aware that Dobbins was out for the year. Okay, so thank you for the donation. How are you tuned out already to the fantasy season that hasn't started? <laughs> no kidding. On the other hand, it's sort of pathetic too that you're not aware of that type of information. You know, one of the top running backs in the NFL that uh, you know loses his season, but so be it. But you know, point is that. You know, now we're set and we're ready to go. We're ready to go week one in the NFL, week one in your fantasy football championship season. And we've got you covered each and every Sunday, 10 to noon, here on The Fan. As usual, first hour of the show, always uh, all informational. We'll get you the weather forecast and the outdoor stadiums. And I can just say, I think all but one has some precipitation in the forecast. So that's not going to play a huge factor here. Uh, in today's matchups, but we'll get you the injury reports as well. We'll get some some, uh, trend information, and then our number two, always up to you guys. We'll take your calls. Sometimes you need that little push. You need that little bump. You need that little nudge in the right direction of starting a player or sitting a player. Okay? We check all these boxes each and every Sunday morning. 10 to noon on Fantasy Football Weekly. We're one game in. And if this is any indication of what the NFL is going to be this year and what the NFL continues to be, and that is just just an amazing thing. How, you know, there are, uh, I, th- I think everybody gathers Evan in the middle to be NFL and, and Packer fans. Then, then it c- kind of, it's, it's, it's like a river that just has a fork in it. And some people will say, I'm not into basketball, but I'm really into football and a little bit of baseball. Same in the other direction, where it's like, yeah, I'm into into football for sure, but I'm not into baseball. I'm more into basketball. I think we can all agree that um, the NFL is is the hot item. I think that's safe to say. I think that also if the casual sport fan is still – like they have a football team that they root for or they'll watch a couple games or they look forward to the Super Bowl – Football just kind of has a way of bringing even non-sports fans together with the sport fanatic. And and that is where we're at now. It's week one, and we are one game in already. That Thursday game, what a game. It is, I mean, if the the NFL was going to do a marketing campaign on getting their season underway, that was the one. I mean, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl champions, Taking on uh, the Dallas Cowboys, tough dr- uh, draw for the Cowboys week one on the road in Tampa against the defending Super Bowl champions. But they stood up, and I know Ezekiel Elliott owners are not particularly pleased with the usage, but let's keep in mind Tampa's got a tough front four. Don't freak out on, on uh, Elliott just yet. You get an offer for him, yeah, maybe measure what it can do for your lineup. But the passing game for the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers in full effect on Thursday. Uh, four TDs for uh, uh, Tom Brady, and he had three TDs and 400 yards for Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, both over 100. You have uh, Godwin and, and Brown over 100. Gronk finds the end zone. You just had a bunch of fantasy points just spider webbing all over the place on Thursday. It was pretty cool to see. So we're one game in, and and again, 414-799-1250 in our number two. You can tweet the show. Evan will get to some social media. And returning is the circle of trust. And, I, you know, I will say this. There's a lot of so-called fantasy experts out there. 
You can tool around online. You can watch some of the uh, uh, TV coverage on the fantasy shows. But I will tell you this. The essence of our circle of trust in Adam Burnett is deeper picks. It's not, do I start Aaron Rodgers? That's not where we go. It's pretty interesting watching uh, fantasy football coverage on TV. And they're talking about, boy, Aaron Jones would be a good start this week. Look, look at the numbers I have projected for Aaron Jones. Like, wow, you Re- get paid millions of dollars to say that? Really? Yeah, I, I agree. So the, the essence of circle of trust is a little bit deeper to really the trenches of fantasy football, and that's where champions uh, are made of in the trenches in fantasy football. Again, you're in a 6, 8, even a 10-team league. Sometimes that can be just, you know, it's all relative, and I understand that, but sometimes that can just be... You know, start studs. It's studs on studs. Which stud is going to have more studly day? That's just, uh, you know, rely on Adam Burnett. He'll give you some waiver wire. He'll give you some uh, low-end projections. He'll give you also, you know, players that aren't rostered uh, by percentage, uh, for the most part, by percentage of the leagues around the nation. So you get all of that. Uh, we'll have everything for you in our number one, all informational, as I said, and then we'll get to your phone calls and you want us to grade your team. We can do that as well uh, in our number two. But a lot of decisions early on here in week one of the NFL, week one in your fantasy season. Let's dig in. Jets, Panthers. Okay, so sometimes the NFL can't write scripts like this. So Sam Darnold flames out in New York, and then he's going to face the New York Jets in his first game in another uniform. Isn't that crazy how that works out? I love it. I feel like the NFL does things like that on purpose. Yeah, it's it, maybe it is coordinated a little bit, but who cares? It's kind of a, kind of a cool little story. And the return of uh, Christian McCaffrey in full form. I mean, almost across the board, the first overall pick in just about any format uh, let's see the spread on this one. Panthers are favored by four points and uh, over and under a very conventional 45. And you know, I, I better be careful when I say conventional over and under because, you know, 44, 45 used to be the norm. But these days in the NFL, maybe it's more like 46 is a conventional, but 45 the over and under in that game. Weather in Charlotte, uh, high close to 90, going to be warm down there, sunny skies. Let's uh, check out our first injury report, Jets and Panthers. Yeah, the Jets, they have a couple guys banged up on offense, like running back LaMichael Perrine. He's questionable with a foot injury, and wide receiver Keelan Cole questionable with a knee. And then for the Panthers, like you mentioned, Christian McCaffrey is back with no limitations, but wide receiver Shai Smith is out with a shoulder injury. Chargers. Washington. All right, so I'm uh, getting fired up here to see if the Chargers and Justin Herbert can repeat the sort of numbers that they had last year. I noticed in uh, two of my six leagues that people still not sold on on Herbert quite yet. Now, he's got a tough matchup today. Make no mistake about it. Uh, He's in D.C. to face a tough defense in, in the Washington football team, but... I'm curious as to why he kind of slid the way he slid. I grabbed him in a TD-only league. I grabbed him in a uh, PPR league. So I have high hopes on Herbert. However, today mm, might not be there in in terms of the big numbers. Washington favored by one in this one and the over and under 45. Uh, 
hot on the East Coast, sunny again, 90 the high temp. Let's check out injuries. Washington hosting the Chargers. Real quick before the injury, Timmy, did you notice in your drafts that Chargers players in general kind of just slid? They did. I don't yes. understand it. I feel like the Chargers could end up being one of the best offenses in the entire league this season. 31 passing touchdowns for Justin Herbert last year. And that was I only mean, in, what, 14 games? Yeah, that was two two less games. So I, I look for that number to rise, probably 35 by the end of the day. Or some may say, nope, sophomore jinx, sophomore jinx. So... Hey, I'm pretty high on the Chargers. I am, too. I think that a big player for them is going to be a guy who is on their injury report today, stud running back Austin Eckler. He's questionable with a hamstring injury, but is on track to play barring a last-second setback, according to Ian Rappaport. Watch out for him in PPR and standard scoring leagues. And then for the football team, new wide receiver Curtis Samuel is out with a groin injury. Seahawks. Colts. Seahawks in Indy to take on the Colts and uh, the Colts a home dog getting three points in this game 49 that's kind of a lofty over and under so I see some points in this one is DK Metcalf the stud that everyone thinks he's going to be I would say that he's ready to take that giant next step so we'll look out for that also uh, Carson Wentz and and you know a month ago it was, what, a month or a little over a month ago, everyone was saying, man, he is the most snake-bitten quarterback in NFL history. You just can't get it together. The foot injury. And then uh, it's, it's, is he going to be ready for, for week one? Well, he is. And he's, he's ready to rock and roll. Jonathan Taylor. Uh, this may be just proximity effect, but Jonathan Taylor way, way high in all of my drafts. I mean, way, way up there. Maybe rightly so, but same deal with Herbert. Let's see what he does in in year number two. But I'm interested in seeing what kind of numbers the Indianapolis Colts put up. I, I think, this is just me, I think they're a little bit better than projected. I think that's fair. I think that especially if Carson... He doesn't necessarily have to return to his MVP form from a few years ago, but if he's a little bit below that, their team is going to be good because they have a lot of weapons on that offense. Their offensive line is good when healthy, and that defense is very underrated, led by Darius Leonard. So I think that that team could end up being the front runner in the South. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I'm a you know. You talk about younger players and maybe not maybe not necessarily sleepers, but I really think Michael Pittman Jr. Uh, might be might be the way to go there. T.Y. Hilton getting up on years and just yeah hasn't we'll been see. healthy for the last ten. Yeah, <laughs> he's got to uh, uh, Carson Wentz has got to find some form of of weaponry there, and I I think it just might be Pittman. We'll we'll see about that game in a dome. Whether or not an issue, injuries, Seahawks and Colts. Yeah, the Seahawks, despite having 16 players listed on the injury list this week, none of them have a designation heading into this game, so they're good to go. For the Colts, they are banged up on the offensive line and in the defensive secondary. Tread lightly on Colts running backs in this one. 49ers, Lions. So the Niners take on the Detroit Lions in Detroit, and Detroit is getting 8.5 to 9. Now, I will say on some of these uh, spreads and over-and-unders are BetQL, Experts will have a little better bearing on that. These are just kind of getting you in the ballpark because I do believe certainly uh, point spreads and over and unders are playing a little bit of a bigger informational piece 
role, if you if you know what I mean. It, it gives you an indication. If you're stuck on the fence on a particular player, go with the higher over and under. Uh, go with the higher uh, point spread total. Now, in this one, Lions um, are 8.5 to 9-point underdogs in this. Over and under is at 46, so fairly conventional there. And uh, this is... Uh, this might not be particularly pretty for Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions uh, opener. Uh, we'll see. Some folks are high on DeAndre Swift. Um, Goff needs to throw the ball to someone. Who's he throwing to in Detroit? Tyrell Williams? I Quintez mean, Cephas, maybe? <laughs> I know that. So you might find a steal there. I mean, Goff's going to throw a bunch of touchdowns this year. Watch may him not be today. I mean, watch Hawkinson get 95 catches yeah. or something. Yeah, I mean, there's your go-to guy, but uh, pretty interesting. That game in a dome as well. And uh, let's check out injuries for the 49ers-Lions matchup. For the Niners, wide receiver Jalen Hurd is out with a knee injury, but the good news for their defense is that star edge rusher Nick Bosa is all good to go following that knee injury last year. And then for the Lions, they are a bit banged up on the defense, but good to go otherwise. Wagering window. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with the big number there in Detroit. And and I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers. I, I think they're a team that's intact and poised and ready for a, a pretty decent season at the very least. I mean, let's let's go with that. So, yeah, it's it's a big number, but I'm going to lay it and take the 49ers on, on the road. And something tells me that that Seattle indie game, points are going to be hard to come by a little bit. I'm going to take the under in that one. As you said, Evan, that uh, Indy Colts defense is pretty damn good. And I think they'll hold Seattle just in check a little bit. But there's my two plays in this first slate. I really like these first four games from a betting standpoint. Eight and a half points on the road. I feel like that is an astronomical number to try to get across going against me. I might. Cause I think first game for motor city, Dan Campbell in his new home stadium, they might be amped up. I mean, Jared Goff feels like he has a lot to prove. I could see the lions covering, not necessarily winning, but covering eight and a half in that game. I do agree with you on the under in that Seahawks Colt game. I see that as like a 21, 17 score, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. The other one that I'm looking at, well, I have two more picks. Like I said, I love these first four games. I like the under and Jets-Panthers as well. That screams like, I, I don't even know, 20 to 7. Like the, That game is going to be fun to watch, but also a little bit ugly. And then, call me crazy, I think I like the Chargers plus two on the road in Washington. Yeah, it's just that Washington defense, man, as they mature a little bit. I mean, you got to remember, uh, Sweat and and Young. These guys are these guys are young, and as they mature, I think it could be even more beastly. I'm I'm a, I'm afraid of that one with uh, with a tough matchup uh, with the L.A. Chargers. All right, there's your uh, first segment, first slate of games, uh, at least a segment or a portion of them. We're talking fantasy football here on this glorious Sunday morning. You've got the Brewers coming off a no hitter, going after a sweep. You've got fantasy football just spider webbing all over the place. If you're in multiple le- leagues, it's even better. Oh, by the way, there's a, another football game later on this afternoon emanating from Jacksonville. We'll get the details on that as the uh, pack 
<clears throat> takes on the uh, New Orleans Saints at a, quote, neutral site. And uh, then we've got the green and gold postgame coverage as uh, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson in uh, to talk uh, Packers winning football after today's win. And we've got the uh, postgame show talking Brewers baseball. So big, big day of sports here. Uh, We hope you hang out with us for the majority of the day here. More Fantasy Football Weekly next, 1258 in the fan. Tim's been playing fantasy football since the 80s. Let's work on your lineup together at 414-799-1250 on Fantasy Football Weekly, right here on 1250 AM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. Vikings, Bengals. Oh, boy, this one we've got our eyes on, too. The Minnesota Vikings down in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. Welcome back. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. This hour of the show, we go till kickoff today, noon. Also, first pitch, Brewers and Cleveland Indians today. But uh, second hour of the show at 11 o'clock is going to be all up to you. If you've got some questions, you can get them to us at 414-799-1250. Vikings in Cincinnati and Joe Burrow back after the injuries got another weapon as uh, you know they uh, draft a wide receiver high and uh, the spread on this one uh, Vikings at the Bengals uh, Vikes on the road favored by three we got some home dogs here this week wow I bet you our buddy Ryan Horvat on BetQL is just going crazy with some of these numbers over and under 47 in this one. And does Kirk Cousins make these two wideouts, Thielen and Jefferson, viable in fantasy? I say emphatically, yes, he will. Is he the best quarterback in the world? Well, maybe not. But he's going to put up some fantasy points. And, you know, Joe Mixon, is he a guy that you can count on? Uh, I think he went a tick high. I ended up taking him. And looking back at the uh, draft, I went, eh, maybe Maybe just a touch high in that. Maybe I should have you know, gone by way of uh, one of the leagues. Miles Sanders was uh, available. Uh, Gaskin was available. So, I don't know, maybe I'm just rolling the dice on mixing a little bit in this one. Uh, sunny and hot, high 90 in Cincinnati for a Vikings-Bengals football game today. Let's check the injuries. Yeah, the Vikings, they are mostly healthy. Just one defender and one offensive lineman out in this game. For the Bengals, no offensive players have an injury designation heading into this one. Steelers. Bills. Okay, big AFC matchup in this one. Steelers and Big Ben, does he have a a, a big-time year left in that arm? He's got weapons all over the place. And that's the problem with the uh, Steelers' wideouts is that now, who, who who goes before the other guy? Deontay Johnson, Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, you've got a rookie running back that seems to be an all-purpose four-down back. So this Steelers offense may put up a ton of points, and a lot of people were sleeping on Big Ben. He fell and fell and fell and even fell some more in all of my drafts. So... Someone may have uh, Big Ben on their bench, and he may be utilized as trade power a little bit later on uh, in the season. Bills are favored in Buffalo by 6.5 in this one, 48 the over and under, so there's going to be a handful of points in this one. And uh, 
This is the one. This is the one game that may uh, have an impact uh, by weather. Uh, looking at thunderstorms, a possibility in Buffalo, New York. So I would. I don't think that that would hamper any decision I have in this. But is Josh Allen poised? If it weren't for Aaron Rodgers having the season he had, I think that was your MVP of the NFL was Josh Allen last year. Unless you so ask can, Mr. Rami Makhlouf. Oh, yeah. Then, then he should be a backup on, like, the Panthers or something, if you ask our buddy Rami. But nonetheless, um, Josh Allen's good, and he's, you know, a top four fantasy quarterback. There's no question, no question about that. And Stefan Diggs. Probably being humbled in his maturity, said he didn't act appropriately toward the tail end of his Minnesota Viking career. And um, I I think he's uh, sort of set and ready to go for a big, big season again, back-to-back big seasons. Now, real question mark for Buffalo. What about that running game? Is it Zach Moss and time to break out? Is it Singletary, time to break out? I don't know the answer to that question. Well, we're going to see, have to see how this thing plays out a little bit. I would lean a little bit towards Zach Moss, but, I mean, that, that is I – mean, if you're going to get Zach Moss, make sure you get Singletary, too. Just grab them both and, and do a little handcuff action and have that opportunity for you. All right, there's uh, Bill's Steelers in that matchup. Our injury is going to play a part, Evan. For the Steelers, no. They are all good to go in this one. And then my pick to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, the Bills. New wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders is questionable with a foot injury. Eagles, Falcons. A couple of birds going at it in Atlanta, Georgia in this one, and a lot of question marks for the Philadelphia Eagles, mainly because of youth uh, and inexperience. So we're going to have to wait and see on the Philadelphia uh, Eagles uh, offense. Um is, the, is, the, is it the Sanders just, just pounded a little bit, or is it Hurts going to open things up a little bit? Is it Smith, the rookie wide receiver, coupled with the second-year guy, you know, Rieger? Are they going to be a lighted-up type of offense? I mean, may, on certain games, yes. It may be today. Well, we don't want to overreact on, on one game, but it might be today. On the other hand, no Julio Jones for the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, my goodness. I, that yeah. is something that isn't getting talked about enough. I feel like Calvin Ridley could, I mean, he might be one of the most talented receivers in the league, but if he doesn't have a guy like Julio to take away a ton of attention, is there enough in Atlanta to, I guess, make Calvin Ridley as good as we think he's going to be? I mean, or are they going to gauge is, I mean, he's, he may not be the answer, although an underrated wide receiver. Yes. But it's him and then the rookie tight end, Kyle Pitts. I wonder if they might just double and triple team Calvin and it'll limit his value a little bit. And Pitts looks like he's poised to have a big, big rookie season. And he was drafted high, so I, I will say that. Also, maybe hidden in the in the rough here is uh, Mike Davis, the running back. I mean, you saw him perform in for Christian McCaffrey, uh, McCaffrey in, uh, in Carolina last year. I think he's capable. Um, and I have him in one of my six as depth. But, you know, I'll, t- I'll take a flyer on Mike Davis. Let's see what happens there. Eagles at the Falcons. Falcons are favored by three. 48 is the over and under. So there's going to be some points in this one. Let's check injuries. 
Yeah, the Eagles, they are a bit banged up on their defense, but offense is good to go. And for the Falcons, no injury designations heading into this game. Eagles, Falcons. Just kidding, we just talked about that one. How about we go to the next game? Jaguars, Texans. Yeah, Houston might be just a mess here. And and I just look at all the running backs in there. I, I guess I know we're going to get the question, well, which running back? David Johnson, Mark Ingram. Is it going to be, you know, Philip Lindsay? I'm going Lindsay in this one. I, I, I say just from the start here, just to answer uh, questions, get ahead of that a little bit. That's who I would lean toward early on. Uh, Jack's. The Jags, a road favorite in Houston by three. I'm not so sure about that one. I think that is one of the funniest lines I may have ever seen for a week one game. Not that I disagree with it. It just all of the things that have led to that point, I think it's hilarious. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Let's see here. So they're they're favored on the road. Um, Game in a dome, that's a retractable, so no worries there with weather. But let's check injuries, Jags and Texans. Yeah, the Jaguars, their secondary is banged up, but their new-look offense is good to go for this one, besides uh, running back Travis Etienne, who's out for the season. And then for the Texans, no Deshaun Watson could be big, but they're not missing any other offensive weapons. Wagering window. Okay, you hate to do one of these, you know, games that that doesn't isn't a marquee game, and that's the Jags Texans. I like the Texans at home in this one. I think Tyrod Taylor is a little bit of a gamer kind of guy. We'll see. Um, you know, rookie quarterback on the other side. I just like the home team there. I'll take those points, and and I'll run with it. Uh, also, Steelers and Bills. With today's NFL. The 48 total seems seems a little low to me for the Bills and Steelers. I think that potentially could be a shootout. Now, again, thunderstorms in the area, but I, I will say that that's, that's almost a slam. It, it's not a slam dunk like Tampa Dallas was on the over because that was a slam dunk at kickoff. That was over from, from the first snap of the football. But this is pretty close. In my mind, Bills and Steelers, it's going over. What do you have, Evan? That one, that entire game is interesting to me because six and a half is a lot of points against a really good team in the Steelers, but the Bills are a complete team. I think the Steelers are as well, but the Bills are a great team. I think I like the over in that one as well. I think I like the under in Eagles-Falcons. That one, I have it on uh, BetQL from this morning at 49. Okay. I, I think I like the under in that one, and then... I, I feel like you have to stay far away from Jaguars-Texans. You really have to. <laughs> okay. There it is. Uh, we've got one more early game to get to. Nine early games on the slate today and uh, four late afternoon games, including Green Bay and New Orleans. It's week one of the NFL, week one in your fantasy football championship season. Evan Heffelfinger, Tim Allen, Fantasy Football Weekly, Adam Burnett in the Circle of Trust. He joins us next here on The Fan. trust in your lineup this week deeper sleepers that make the difference it's time for the circle of trust with adam burnett fantasy football weekly on 1250 a.m the fan served up by west bend sausage plus visit westbendsausageplus.com 
What a great day in sports, isn't it? Fantasy Football Weekly. Get a full slate of games here, minus the Thursday night game in the NFL. You get uh, Brewers trying to sweep out the Cleveland Indians and continue a special season. You've got the Green Bay, well, the post-game show. We'll be talking Brewers baseball today. Also, uh, Green Bay taking on New Orleans in Green Bay's week one of their championship season. And then the Green and Gold post-game show. Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson. They will be breaking things down. And, wow, uh, how, how, how badly do you miss Scott Hansen? <laughs> it's, been, it's been too long. I'll miss him a little bit today, i got to be honest, because I'll be uh, into Brewers baseball when he fires up. I don't know how many years he's been doing it, but Red Zone, NFL Network, just just amazing. It's just such a such a cool fantasy tool. Him and um, Andrew Siciliano do a really good job. They really do, and and Scott's such a good dude. I've I've uh, had him on a couple of times, but that is cool, <clears throat> very cool. Let's bring in uh, Adam Burnett, Circle of Trust, joining us once again on Fantasy Football Weekly. Thank you, and uh, I will say I'm looking forward to this season, Adam. Uh, what's going on? I'm really excited for fantasy football to start. Um, I look forward to this every year. I pay attention to fantasy football year-round. I knew who my sleepers were and guys that I was going to draft in the 18th round back in probably March. So this is a big deal for me. Yeah, and and, you know, one of the reasons we have Jan is because it's such a uh, a colorful personality that you have, Adam. And it's just so, I mean, it's it's like radio fireworks with you. Yeah, I make I make white tools sound like Marvin Gaye. I, I've got that type of voice. I, I'm really, really smooth. I'm quite a crooner. I don't sound as good as Sparky with the skewers in that commercial, but true. Hopefully, I can get there someday. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Week one. Now, a couple of different things. Uh, let's get to your seasonal circle of trust here, uh, with a little bit of a deeper roster look. But then we'll get to your week one circle of trust. So you get two for the price of one with Adam Burnett uh, today. Let's let's start with your seasonal sort of guys that you know just may have slid through the cracks here a little bit in a lot of drafts. Ben Roethlisberger of the Steelers. I was very surprised at how many leagues he's available in. I plan to use him in DFS a lot this year. He threw for 3,800 yards last year and 33 touchdowns. Look at the receivers that he has at his disposal. They have three number one receivers. They have a rookie running back they took in the first round, a rebuilt offensive line, a great defense. Roethlisberger, to me, should be owned in more leagues. You look okay. at guys like Mac Jones, Zach Wilson. Yeah, those guys may be great NFL quarterbacks at some point. But this year, I think Ben outproduces those guys. Did he get hurt last year? Did Big Ben play? Did he? He didn't play in all sixteen because thirty-eight hundred yards, Adam. I have to admit that's that's not that much. He threw for a lot. Of, he threw a lot of short two-yard passes to Jade, uh, to uh, Juju Smith-Schuster because he couldn't drive the ball down the field anymore. Part of it was the lack of a running game. When the defense knows that you can't run the ball and all you're going to do is throw. It makes it more difficult. With the balance that I think they'll have this year, with Ben knowing that this is probably his last season, having that sense of living in the moment, playing in the moment, I think he has a really good season. All right. Uh, Who else do you have? Running back is Ramondre Stevenson of the Patriots. 
I when I look at fantasy football, I try not to get wrapped up what in teams have done in years past or what their trends have been. I try to look at what I think they're going to do this year. This year, I think the Patriots are going to try to play smash-mouth football, run the ball down people's throats, do a lot of play action, and take pressure off Mac Jones. The free agent signings of Hunter Henry, Juju, or not Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Nelson Aguilar, and Kendrick mm-hmm. Bourne are showing that. I think Ramondre Stevenson is going to be a short yardage back, will get goal line carries, and will play more as the season progresses. And I can see a timeshare with Damian Harris going on at some point. Yeah, I, I'm a little high on still on Damian Harris. I, I I still think he he might have an opportunity for a little bit of a I won't say break out, but a little bit of a breakthrough season and um, become uh, much more than just you know one of those RB twos. Maybe at the top of the RB two, maybe bottom of the RB one. That I I'm high on Harris, so, but we'll see. Who else do you have here? My wide receiver is a player that everyone listening to the show knows about and a lot of people probably complain about throughout the season. That's Marquez Valdez-Scantling of the Green Bay Packers. I think he will have a career high in catches, yards, and touchdowns this season. I think his touchdowns will take away from some of the touchdowns that Tunyon had last year. I think with the great training camp that he had, the natural progression of him as a receiver, I think he has a career year. Yeah, I could see him going uh, eight or nine touchdowns, elevating to, what would you think, Adam, uh, 70, 80 catch mark, somewhere in there? I would I would say comfortable in the, in the 55 to 60 range. I would say okay. 55, maybe 65. I think with the way they throw and the amount of targets that Adams gets, it's going to be hard for MVS to get into that 80 to 90 catch range. I don't think that's realistic. He had right, six touchdowns very good. last year. I could see him getting eight, maybe nine this year. Let's get your tight end here, seasonal sleeper. So this is this is a player that I drafted in the 30th round of one of my dynasty leagues. His name is Jawan Johnson. He's a tight end for the New Orleans Saints. There's been a lot of hype about Adam Troutman. He was a high draft choice. Troutman's been hurt, hasn't done much. You also have Nick Vanette, who's hurt. I think Johnson has the opportunity to play right away, show what he can do, and maybe take that role over. In some of the early preseason games, he was targeted quite a bit. I think the tight end in Sean Payton's offense is a sneaky, valuable spot. I have Johnson in a dynasty league, and I picked him up in another deeper league uh, that is an 18-team league, and I think he may have some value for you this year. Yeah, what about this Friermuth in uh, in Pittsburgh at, at tight end? I love him. I have him in my dynasty team. I drafted him in the 10th round and was thrilled to get him. I think with the amount of weapons that they have, it may be tough for him to break through right away. Long-term Friermuth, I think, is going to be a stud. Nice. All right, let's uh, rattle him off. Seasonal uh, defense kicker and IDP. Seasonal IDP, I'm really high on the guy that I'm going to mention in the circle of trust for week one, Jameen Davis of the uh, Washington football team. I think he's a stud linebacker. He has um, coverage skills. I think he can go sideline to sideline. I think he's a thumper. Um, kicker, I really was interested in Tyler Bass. I was surprised in doing my research that he was such a high scorer and I didn't have him last year. Defense, I think the Arizona Cardinals defense is very, very interesting to me. They have Zayvon Collins and Isaiah Simmons as their inside linebackers. 
J.J. Watt is a very intelligent man. He signed with Arizona for a reason. A lot of people didn't think that Tampa Bay was going to win the Super Bowl last year and were surprised that Tom Brady went there. Players know about teams better than fans do. I think there's more talent in Arizona than people realize, and I think Arizona's a sleeping giant. All right, very good. There's the seasonal sleepers real quick. Let's get to uh, Adam Burnett, his circle of trust right here in week one, your quarterback. Sam Darnold, the Panthers. I don't think this is a revenge game. I think this is a Jets secondary's really bad game. And with more skill position players around him and a better offensive scheme, I think Darnold has a good week one. He's a cheap DFS streamer. All right, running back. Damian Harris of the Patriots. I like him a lot, too. I think he'll play more against the Dolphins than Stevenson will. Harris is a standard league flex play. Uh, wide receiver. Michael Pittman of the Colts. T.Y. Hilton is out. Paris Campbell has had multiple seasons out with knee problems. I think Pittman has the size and the strength to go against that Seattle secondary. I think Wentz is willing to force throws. He proved it last year. I think Pittman's his best option. I think he forces some throws to Pittman today. Give us a tight end for week one, Adam. Tight end is going to be Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Zach Ertz will do some damage as well against the Falcons. I think the Falcons' defense is still terrible. Um, Long term, I think Goddard is the better play. I would not be surprised if Zach Ertz is a Buffalo Bill at some point this season. Week one, kicker, IDP, and D. Tyler Bass of the Bills. I think he's going to be busy against the Steelers' defense. I think they're going to stall some Buffalo drives. Defense is the Rams. I think the Justin Fields clock is ticking in Chicago. I think that will start ticking louder tonight as Andy Dalton turns the ball over. IDP is the guy that I think is going to be the defensive rookie of the year, Jameen Davis of the Washington football team. I think he's going to put some stats up today against the Chargers. Always a pleasure. Adam Burnett and his circle of trust returning for the 78th season here on Fantasy Football Weekly. I appreciate it, Adam. We'll talk again next week. Sounds great. Thank you very much, Tim. I enjoy it every week. Yeah, yeah. I was looking forward to this conversation and do each and every week. There he is, our circle of trust on Fantasy Football Weekly. One noon game to get to, four afternoons and a couple of nights. We'll do all that next. And at the top of the hour, your phone calls. If you need a a play here in week one, you have a uh, quandary you're sitting in, you have a a decision to make, we'll help you out at 414-799-1250. It's Fantasy Football Weekly here on The Fan. Tim takes your calls now at 414-799-1250. Fantasy Football Weekly on 1250 AM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. Cardinals. Titans. This is a great game right here. The Arizona Cardinals taking on the Tennessee Titans as we welcome you back into Fantasy Football Weekly. And I'll give you just a stat. There is a, a wide receiver in the NFL that has scored a touchdown in nine of his seasons. Now he's he's sort he's not retired yet. That would be Larry Fitzgerald. Nine week one touchdowns in his career. Nine different seasons. Okay? The next best is seven. Tied with two players that have scored in seven of their seasons in the first week. One would be DeAndre Hopkins. The other would be 
You want to guess? Devontae Adams? Uh uh-uh, uh, he's playing in this game right here. The two tied at seven. Julio. Week one touchdowns. Julio. Yep, that's it. That's it. So if you're looking for TDs, this might be the game for you. This is a uh, really interesting game. Uh, Titans are favored by three in this one. 53 and a half is the last I saw on the over and under. If you're debating a player and one of the players happens to be in this game, you're going with this game. Arizona taking on Tennessee. Uh, weather in Nashville, hot, humid, n- lower 90s, no wind to speak of. This is going to be a warm one. Let's check injuries, cards, and Titans. Yeah, for the Cardinals, wide receiver Antoine Wesley is out with an illness. And for the Titans, wide receiver Josh Reynolds and tight end Tommy Hudson are both questionable with a foot injury. And former Packers kicker Sam Ficken is questionable with a groin injury. Dolphins, Patriots. This is the first of the four late games. Uh, Dolphins and Patriots. Patriots, a new era at quarterback. We'll find out. And this is a wait and see on Jones. And and Tua, does he take a bigger step? He's got a few weapons on his side. Let's uh, let's cross our fingers that they uh, play a little more uh, competitive football. And uh, Gaskin, could he be a, a legit RB1? Just a slam dunk, plug and play starter? Uh, we'll find out as the season moves along. Patriots favored in Miami by three. Just a lower total over and under at 43 and a half. Let's check injuries. Yeah, the Dolphins wide receiver Preston Williams is questionable with a foot injury. Uh, other s- new wide receiver Will Fuller, he's finishing up his suspension, so he will not be il- uh, eligible to play. The Patriots wide receiver Malcolm Perry is out with a foot injury, and the defense has multiple questionables as well. Browns, Chiefs. Oh, baby, we've got a good one here in the late uh, window right along with the Packers and Saints. The Browns and Chiefs going at it. Watch for the Browns to pull out all the stops and just just do some crazy stuff. I like I like the Browns in this one. I, re- I really do, uh, although it is the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are favored by five and a half in this one. I like a money line. 54 the total in this one. Looking for points? Get them in this one. Sunshine, hot and high, around 94 in Kansas City for the Browns and Chiefs. Injuries, are they going to play a part, Evan? Not really. Honestly, I couldn't. I can't wait for this game. I wish it was a noon game so that I could watch it instead of watching the Packers. This should have been the night game. It really should have. And according to the guys who were sitting behind me in the bleachers in Cleveland, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl. So watch (laughs) out for that. What, they don't have to worry too much about injury, especially considering OBJ. He'll be a game-time decision following his torn ACL last season, but it looks like he's going to try to play, and the defense is a little banged up as well. The Chiefs, they have a couple of defensive injuries, but their incredible offense is still good to go. Broncos, Giants. Broncos and Giants. Broncos uh, with uh, still some quarterback questions, and then you have the... Giants and the return of Saquon Barkley. And if you're looking for touches for Barkley, I've seen projections anywhere from 10 to 12. I was reading this morning 13 to 17 touches. Uh, Saquon going to work his way back in, coming off the ACL. I will remind you of Jamal Charles' ACL. Uh, The returning season had his career year after one of the ACLs that he had. He had two of them. So just... Uh, Saquon's still a stud, and until 
Until he proves otherwise, he's plug and play. Uh, Denver's favored by three in this one. 41 and a half is the total. 41? Yikes. Yeah, I don't know if there's a ton of points in this one, at least indicated on that. Over and under, partly cloudy, uh, mid to high 80s in this one. A little wind at uh, 8 to 10, but uh, not much to hamper things. Broncos and Giants injuries. Broncos, they're all good to go, but for the Giants, star tight end Evan Engram is out with a calf injury. Saquon Barkley is expected to play today off of that torn ACL, but he is expected to be, quote, eased in and used sparingly in this game, according to Ian Rappaport. Bears, Rams. Here's your Sunday night game, Bears and the Rams. And and the Bears have a rough draw as well on a Sunday night to face Matt Stafford and the Rams. I'm looking forward to this. I really am. As the you know Sunday full slate of sports kind of is winding down a little bit, you've you've got you know something to watch here in division a, a Bear team, but you, you know you've also got the Rams that uh, you faced in the playoffs. If you're a Packer fan. That's something to keep an eye on, too. Are the Rams a better team with Matt Stafford at the helm? Well, today it starts, and we're, we're going to definitely find out. Rams favored by seven or eight points, I've seen. 46.5 the total, so they do see some points here. And what does David Montgomery do? One of the best running backs in the game and just all told, not only fantasy, but just in the, in the NFL the last seven games of the season last year. Does he continue that run? Mooney, the wideout, Robinson. I think they might be on to something with some points, Sunday night football. And uh, the forecast, well, clear skies right around kickoff tonight. Temperature will be 78 beautiful degrees in LA. LA. Let's check injuries. The Bears wide receiver Darnell Mooney is questionable with a back injury. Star edge rusher Khalil Mack is among many defensive players listed as questionable heading into this game. And for the Rams, wide receiver Ben Skowernek is doubtful with a forearm injury. Ravens, Raiders. Monday night football, and I wish I was there for this one. In Las Vegas, Monday night football. Wow. Um, Okay. Just my Vegas addiction just spilled out onto the radio right there. Sorry about that. Running back issues in Baltimore. I think that's an understatement. Yeah, yeah. Gus Edwards, Dobbins, even Justice Hill. Now they uh, tinkering and kicking the tires on a Le'Veon Bell, maybe a Devontae Freeman, Latavius Murray. I like Murray in this one. I, 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 maybe not this game, but just in terms of getting some, getting some uh, running back uh, play here, both NFL and fantasy. I think he fits Baltimore pretty well, Evan. I, th- I think he's a uh, pretty forceful runner. He can, he can uh, work on some clock here if you need him to. He's, he's got a nose for the end zone a little bit. Uh, over uh, his career, so had a great Latavius, year in New Orleans last year too. He sh- he sure did, and I, and I think he could be a little bit of a surprise. He's going to be solid, but I think he's going to be better than that in a Ravens uh, uniform. Uh, no worries with the weather in Vegas as uh, it's Monday Night Football. Vegas, the home dog, Baltimore favored by four fifty. The total fifty points. The total on that. Look for some points on Monday Night Football. Let's check injuries. The Ravens did not have a good week for running backs, like we mentioned. Two guys, including Gus Edwards, are down for the season. Tread lightly when picking the replacement that you want. And for the Raiders, they're all good to go. 
Packers, Saints. Here we go. 325 kick from Jacksonville. Green Bay taking on the New Orleans Saints. And uh, I see the Saints chasing points late in this one. You will have some points. Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers are going to come out of the shoot. Uh, just, just clicking on all cylinders. I, I truly believe that this could be a special season for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, well, technically, it's a home game for New Orleans, but uh, Packers favored by uh, anywhere from three to five or so. The thing's been flying all over the road. 50 points, the total over and under, and uh, some points here. Yeah, it's no-brainers with Tanya, and it's no-brainers with, you know, obviously Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and Devontae Adams. On the other side, though, maybe some issues here at the wide receiver position. No Michael Thomas. Uh, you've got Traquan Smith, who's not going to uh, play today. But you do have a guy that maybe I think he fell way too far. That's Marquez Callaway for the New Orleans Saints. Probably finds the end zone in some garbage time in this football game. Uh, pack, uh, as we make our predictions each and every week on Fantasy Football Weekly, uh, I'm going to go with the Packers uh, 36 and the New Orleans Saints 19. I like that. I think I'm going to go Packers 31, Saints 21. Okay, so we're in the same ballpark. Uh, Weather down in Jacksonville, way hot. I mean, way hot and humid, and so get get ready for that. So Florida. Yeah, yeah, pretty much Florida. All right, let's check uh, the latest injuries as we know them at this minute. Yeah, Zadarius Smith is questionable with a back injury, as is defensive lineman Tyler Lancaster. But news this morning, Zadarius is expected to play. Uh, Someone who will not be playing is safety, Vernon Scott. He's out with a hamstring injury. And for the Saints, like you mentioned, Traquan Smith is out with a hamstring injury. Wagering window. Packers to cover. Yeah, slide some chips into that middle of that, that table right there. You can rely on Winston to throw a couple of picks. They're going to get some points. I I think they'll score on Green Bay's defense. Is Jair Alexander going to go one-on-one with with Callaway, or is he just locked down the one side of the field? But New Orleans will will get on the board. As I said, they'll they'll put up 15, 19 points or so. But Packers will cover this spread. They'll cover a 10-point spread in this one. I'm all locked in on Green Bay today, Evan. I like that. I also like the over in this game. I have it at 49.5 from our friends at BetQL. I I think the Packers, like I said, win by 7-10 to 10 at least. I also, I think I like the Ravens more than the four points that I saw this morning. And I think I like the under in that game. I see that being like a, I, I don't even know, like a 35-10 to 10 game. I think that game is going to be an absolute blowout. I don't think the Raiders can hang with the Ravens at this point. Right. There is your full slate of games here. Week one in the NFL, week one of your fantasy football championship season. First hour of the show, always informational. Second hour, up to you guys right now at 414-799-1250. You've got a question. You've got a dilemma that you just, you've been brooding over for the last couple of days. We can help you out, nudge you in the right direction. Uh, We'll take your calls. You can hit us up on Facebook and Twitter as well at 1250 AM The Fan. It's Fantasy Football Weekly, 15 seasons. We've been hanging out on Sunday mornings here on The Fan. Hey, fantasy football fans. 
kickoff is coming, and we're getting you ready. And it will be pure fantasy football nirvana. Get the latest injuries, expert opinion, weather at the outdoor stadiums, and more. God bless fantasy football. Get your lineups in with confidence. Tim Allen and company helps you win. Fantasy Football Weekly, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Get ready for game day with the freshest homemade meats, a variety of tasty brats, the finest quality steaks, and more. WestBendSausagePlus.com on 1250 AM, The Fan. Less than one hour to kick off week one of the NFL, week one of your fantasy football championship season. Here's a couple of fast facts for you in the NFL. Um... It takes a lot to stun me with facts, but th- these are a couple right here. Did you realize, uh, Evan, and I, w- I about fell off my chair when I saw this one. Cleveland has not won a season opener since 2004. That is shocking. I mean, they had like 10 years there where they really weren't that good, but they've been good for the last three years. Let's see. Uh, the Detroit Lions have won one postseason game since 1957. That sounds about right, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so, some of these things are just just so surprising. Despite the parity in the NFL, you still have uh, you know droughts like that. So, all right, let's get to you guys. The rest of the show is up to you till kickoff at noon. Uh, nine early games on the slate today. We've got uh, Brewers uh, action. First pitch is going just uh, shortly afternoon as well. So a lot of bouncing around with your TVs. A lot of a lot of uh, sliding and pointing and clicking on your on your phones and your computers. But uh, we're going to help you out as best we can. Most times you kind of know what decision you're going to make. Other times you know, we have an impact on you, and that's okay. Our success rate over the 15 years, roughly uh, 75 to 78%. So we we get it right more than three-quarters of the time. And each and every year on week one, I I will say this, that uh, it is the longest-running fantasy football show in America. I don't know that for sure, but it sounds good. If there's a longer fantasy football radio show than 15 years... Uh, I'd like to know about it because I'm not aware of it. There might be. Just claim it, Tim. Let someone else tell you you're wrong because I don't think many people can prove it. Do they call the fact check uh, FCC police on me if I'm wrong or what? Are you going to get fired if you're wrong? Probably not. So just I would absolutely just say that it's you. Okay, and I will say the impetus behind me doing this show, and, and I don't know where he is now or what station he's on or whatever he's at, I, I uh, prior to doing Fantasy Football Weekly, I listened to many, many, many years of Harry Tynowitz doing Fantasy Football Island in Chicago, and I sort of stole pieces of his format to uh, to to perfect and perform our craft here on Sunday mornings here in Milwaukee. So, I salute you, Harry. You had a big influence on my fantasy football radio life. I, I will say that. He, he really ran a good show. And I, I still recall this m- many years ago, just being bummed that the Chicago Marathon, on Chicago Marathon weekend, that he didn't do a show. It was like something was missing uh, in my life at that time. Just a, a regimen of Sunday morning with Fantasy Football Island. So I salute you, Harry. All right, let's get to you guys. First caller of the day, first caller of the season. 
we had to walk a shower and we say good morning to Rob. You are first up on Fantasy Football Weekly. Thanks for having me, guys. Sure. Isn't it exciting? Uh, it's uh, one day of the year where everybody has hopes to win the Fantasy Football Championship. So. <laughs> That's right. Feels great. It is. Uh, so I just, uh, I'm just i looking for one in the flex position, uh, full PPR. Um, Chenault on the Jaguars, uh, Miles Gaskin, or Cortland Sutton. Just one of them, huh, Rob? Just one, yep. I like Gaskin. I'm always, if there, if there are... If there are, uh, you know, on the fence kind of situations, I'm going to lean a little bit toward running back. Now that is slowly changing for me over the years because wide receivers really have been putting up a lot of points the last five or eight years in fantasy football. And I know in uh, some of my leagues that the gravitational pull toward wide receivers is certainly there. But I, in this one, hey, let's let's go Gaskin. Yeah, All that's right. what I would go with as well. Yeah, I, th- I think he could. Thank you, Rob. He has the potential of being a pretty solid RB1. Well, that yeah. and the Jaguars now have three run- receivers that you could consider their number one. I need mm-hmm. to see who Trevor Lawrence favors. And then in Denver, I need to see who Teddy Bridgewater favors between uh, Jerry Judy and Corton Sutton. Sutton. But yeah. we know that Gaskin is going to be the number one running back. All right. Uh, 414-799-1250. Let's go to Tim. Tim, you're next on Fantasy Football Weekly. Good morning. I was just wondering, uh, Kirk Cousins versus uh, Cincinnati or Matthew Stafford going against Chicago today? Ooh, yeah, that is a good one. And I love these questions. I mean, you know what? This question would get screened out on a lot of TV and, and radio fantasy shows. I'll tell you that. They wouldn't even want to deal with a question. But this is down in the trenches, Tim, where you got to win. This is, this is it. Um, it's, I think the safer play would be Kirk Cousins, but I, the strife around the, the vaccination issue, and it does play a part. I just don't like that karma. I really don't. And the weaponry around Matt Stafford now, even though the bears, I don't know, we'll find out just how good their defense is and, uh, you know, how good that, that big dude in front is. Uh, they say a bounce back, but I got to go with Stafford's Stafford's pedigree. I got to go with uh, the weaponry around him, the home game, a Sunday night feature. I'm, I got to go Stafford here. I lean What's Stafford he- as well. I think Kirk Cousins is kind of overrated, and I, I just don't like his style of play. I think that Stafford also is going to have – a really, really good season with the Rams, and this is his first test, might as well go with him. All right, thank you. All right, Tim, good luck. 414-799-1250, week one in the NFL. Always a special day. It's even made more special when the Brewers are coming off their second no-hitter in franchise history. Only took 34 years to get get another no-hitter on the books. I am still flying high on that no-hitter. Now, the debate of 115, I think the 115 pitches for Burns and did you want him to do it? Yeah, that, that'll continue. But isn't it symbolic that you, you have a team philosophy that's always been instilled into Craig Council-led baseball teams? Any year, any time, it's always team first. The symbolic nature of a, quote, combined no-hitter kind of falls into that pocket uh, it, it may be fitting for that 
That's for sure. All right, Evan, 799-1250, where are we going to go here? Let's go to Irv on the south side. What's going on, Irv? Welcome back. I know, man. Listen, I'm walking around here in Woodman's, man. I I like to refer to Woodman's as Fat Kid Disneyland. You know, (laughs) filling up my basket for uh, the Packer game. Uh, I kind of blew it already, man. I um, I had Mike Evans in the lineup, man, and left Antonio Brown on the bench. I'm kicking myself right now, so... I think Antonio is going to be a play every week, um, but so I need I need two of these guys, uh, Sh- Sh- Smith Schuster, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham, um, and Chenault. All right, Smith Schuster, and who are the other two? Um, Odell Beckham, Marvin Jones, and uh, Leviticus uh, Chenault. I think his name is. And you got to sit one of them. Yeah, I got Callaway, too, so I need two of those um, four. Two of them. I'm going <laughs> Callaway. I'm pretty high on Callaway, especially early on this season. I mean, he looked great in, in the preseason, for what it's worth. Um, shoot, 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 shoot. Smith-Schuster, you just don't know. I, I think I, I think you get some looks. I kind of um, look at him like Mike Evans. There's a lot of weapons on there, and he could be the odd man out, you know? Yeah, and and if he's the good one, you're going to say, well, why didn't I start him? You know? <laughs> um, Marvin Jones is interesting. Has always had a knack for the end zone. Um, I'm going to give you a flyer on Jones okay. and and Callaway. I really, like I said, I really like uh, Marquez Callaway today. Okay, I appreciate it. All right, good good All luck, right. Irv. Uh, uh, what did, what did he call what did he call the grocery store a, a fat man's Disneyland? And I agree. I yeah, I would know. <laughs> is, is that something you would know? Do we have to break or can we get one more in? Let's get one more in. Let's go to Nathan and Franklin. What's up, Nathan? Hello, guys. Okay, so I have a half point PPR league, and I need one of these three. I have Robbie Anderson. Corey Davis and Jarvis Landry, and I need to start one of them. You know, I've been going round and round on this Robbie Anderson, and that's not just this offseason and this year. I've been round and round with Robbie Anderson for about two to three years now. He's been poised to break out for three years. But but he's shown signs that he could be a viable start, though, and this seems to be down in in your lineup a little bit. Is is that right? Yeah, because I have Kyler Murray... Chris Carson, David Montgomery, Aaron Jones, and D-Hop. Wow, you're a nice team. Nice yeah. team. You know, I think the bigger it's upside is team. Robbie Anderson. The matchup looks good today. I think he's been known to light it up a game or two. He's had some multiple touchdown games, and one of them usually is a deeper ball. I, okay. uh, I'm going to go with Anderson for you. I think there's a higher ceiling here. Okay. And then in my other league, I need to start Herbert or Wilson. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I mean, if Herbert's got a tough tough matchup. I have Keenan Allen, so I don't know if that changes anything. Um, Maybe a little bit because I'm going to go with Russell Wilson for you. The two tough matchups, the Ds are just really super tough against. (laughs) I'm going to go with the more experienced 
I, I will also say that the, that the Keenan Allen actually helps me in particular make this decision for you because if, if Herbert does go off, Keenan Allen's going to be a big, big part of that. So you're going to yeah. at least get the points on that end. I, I don't like either one of these matchups, but if I got to go with anybody, it's, uh, it's going to go with the uh, it's going to go with with the high end talent of Wilson rather than the second year Justin Herbert. And the thing with Russ is, if you look, his first like eight to ten weeks of the season, he Always is the good. MVP. So yep. Yep. take advantage of that while you can. Okay, thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah, good luck. Th- that is a great question right there, Wilson or Herbert. Tim, Talk we have some us. interesting developments in the inactives that we can get to after the break. Yeah, let's let's do that because, uh, I mean, there are some that we have to watch this every on a regular basis here each and every Sunday morning. You know, these positive tests may come in, and you're going to have to scramble to change a lineup. So we might have a little something for you after the break here. Once again, 15 years, uh, just really, really kind of – Kind of happy to be with you guys again. 15 seasons of hanging out on Sunday morning here. Fantasy Football Weekly on The Fan. Who's in? Who's out? Click the right starting lineup. Questions? 414-799-1250 on Fantasy Football Weekly on 1250 AM. The Fan, served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. Just a glorious Sunday morning, isn't it? Hopefully you're having a good morning. You're rolling ass out of bed all hungover, or you're up chipper, good night's sleep, and you stayed in and watched a TV uh, show last night or whatever you did, or you're on your way to church, or you're like uh, one of our guys at uh, the Fat Man's Disneyland at the grocery store, just just buying it all up for game day today. A lot of uh, sports all over the place here. You've got your fantasy football teams going. You've got the Brewers firing up first pitch uh, in, in about a half hour from right now. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Pella Windows and Doors post-game show with our friends at Great Lakes Dragway. Also... You've got the Green Bay Packers, oh, by the way, down in Jacksonville, taking on the Saints in week one of their championship season. After the game, Sparky, Gary Ellerson, breaking down all the highlights and very few lowlights in a Packers victory today. So, man, then Sunday night football, you can chill out and just watch the Bears get their brains beat in. (laughs) It's just all, you know, remember we had those days where it was the, 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 Brewers won and the Bucks won, and didn't we have like a weekend in which there were? I want to say, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Wasn't there five or six Wisconsin sports victories in one weekend? I think the Brewers had yeah. played a doubleheader or something that weekend. And then there, at, there was a Badger game, and then I want to say it was like early Badgers basketball season, maybe or maybe something it was, like. It was definitely Bucks and Brewers related and yeah i mean there was a so this is very close a couple of victories make it three with your fantasy football team and we're going to help you out here 799-1250 social media we'll get some questions there as well let's go to jack jack you're next up on fantasy football weekly all right hey guys how you doing more important how you are jack um i have a half ppr i need juju or Devonte smith Ooh, yeah Oh man, you are, are, would you be okay with rolling the dice with Devonte Smith? Yeah, I'd be fine with that. I 
Juju seems inconsistent with all the guys there in Pittsburgh. And and let's this it's a, a little bit of a gamble. You're going with a rookie unknown. You are Juju is, is probably going to get a handful of catches. You would assume. I'm assuming Pittsburgh will trail in that game and they'll be chasing. So you have that to look out for. I I don't know if if who are your other receivers first of all. Let's let's see if you have a little room to gamble. I have um let me look just really quick. I it's for the flex spot for Juju or okay um, Devontae Smith. I have DeAndre Hopkins, who I'm not going to take out, and then Amari Cooper already played, so there's really no room there. Oh yeah, no, you can gamble. No, no. Yeah, you can roll the dice here. That go with Smith, go with the rookie, and because you might end up with one of those players that the other guys in your league say, "Ooh, Devontae Smith, he had two touchdowns. He had six catches. I'm going to go pick him up." Who's got him? You do, Jack. You're going to be that mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. All right, Jack. All right. Good good luck, man. Uh, there's always those players. We've all been through that, where a player blows up, and you sit there and you say, well, no one drafted him. I don't think anyone drafted him. <laughs> then you look over, and you're like, Jack drafted him? Get out of here. Lucky, yeah, fill in the blank. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Michael, you're next. Fantasy Football Weekly. You have a question for us. Hey guys, uh, yeah, I got Austin Eckler in my flex spot right now. Do I need to worry about him being injured? I could put in Kareem Hunt or Jerry Judy. Ooh, yeah. What's the latest? Uh, we're gonna hold on. Stay with us right here, Michael. Let's get the latest injuries. Uh, there is some uh, breaking news of sorts in Buffalo with a running back. But hold on, Michael. We're gonna we're gonna walk you through this. Get the latest on on Eckler and others. Evan, what do you? Yeah, have? the latest that I have on Austin Eckler is that he is officially active. He practiced Friday and will be the RB one for the Chargers today. So. I think especially for a flex spot, yeah, you can yeah, roll the dice right. on that. Yeah. Okay, so I don't have to worry about it? No, nah, I, w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about it. Sometimes they lay in the weeds with these things. You know that. Eckler and PPR, he's an absolute must start. I just didn't know if maybe Kareem Hunt would be worth the, you know, to put I in think there he could have a good game today. He, he could. I, I, that one-two punch in Cleveland, man, that's something else. It really is. But Especially Eckler if they go down just, early. It, they might have a lot of receiving out of the backfield for him. I don't know. Yeah, it's a tough call. Um, go with Eckler, the guy who and, could end up being the running back one in a PPR league in Eckler. Well, but, it's, it's, you know, again, we have to look at the matchups here too, Evan and, and Michael. I mean, we look at, you know, Washington's defense pretty damn good. Um, then we also, on the other hand, the alternative would be you don't have as tough a defense. No, I'm going to stay with Eckler. That's PPR, though, right? Uh, no, it's not, actually. Ooh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that does change things. Let's go. You know what? We talked our way all the way through this. I, I, I'm going to go with Hunt. I think there's probably a little more certainty for two reasons. The injury, question mark, and I'm not that overly worried about that. But the defensive matchup, I think the difference in points, even if Eckler has a decent game, I think the deep, the difference in points isn't going to be much. So you're, you're, you're not going to go from 19 to zero. Right. So you'll be in the ballpark. I think 
after talking about this and talking it through, there's maybe more certainty with Kareem Hunt. Okay. Let's do it. Sounds good. Thanks. All right, uh, Evan, you have some other injury news. A a little bit of a surprise in Buffalo? Yeah, an absolutely shocking move. Of course, a guy that you were pretty high on in Zach Moss is a team decision inactive today, which is a shocking development. It means Devin Singletary is the lead back today. You've got a spot on your roster. There's a guy just grab just in case. I, I, I like them both. The lean was to Zach Moss, but, hey, and as I said, get them both so that way you just have them both. Uh, but check out, see if Singletary is available to stash him. He is going up against a great front seven that the Steelers mm-hmm. have, but I, I think that, yeah, I mean, he's going to be the lead running back on a really good team. Go for it. A little bit of a fumbling. Well, both of them have fumbled the football, so you have that to worry about too. Okay. His, his teammate Emmanuel Sanders, he is officially active for the Bills okay. today. Uh, I think that that could be a huge, very under-the-radar move that Buffalo made. Uh, other running back news, Wayne Gallman, the running back in Atlanta, he is a team decision inactive, so their running back duo will be Mike Davis and Corderell Patterson mm-hmm. today. Davis should get a ton of touches today. I like that. Kaimi Fairburn, the kicker for Houston, is out, and he's on the IR so Joey Sly will handle the kicking duties for Houston. LaMichael Perrine, the running back for the Jets, is out, which means Tevin Coleman is expected to be the lead option in the backfield, but they and have... Michael Carter as well. They have so many guys that it could end up being. Jamison Crowder has COVID for the Jets, so Elijah Moore, the rookie, could have a really big game with another rookie in... Yeah. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Their quarterback... For who? Zach Wilson. That's Wilson. his name. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I I grabbed um, I, I grabbed Jamison Crowder was available in one of my leagues and just tucked him away a little bit. I think he's a decent option, and and we'll find out. But he he's going to be out uh, with COVID. A couple more before we head to a break. Trey Sermon, a guy that a lot of people have been talking about for the Niners. He is a team decision inactive today, so that means Raheem Mostert will not have to share the ball today. Just him. Trey Sermon, I've seen him as one of the biggest breakout candidates, and I don't know if I agree with it, to be honest. I, I, I'm with you there. I thought it overhyped a little bit. We'll find out. It's going to take some time, but Monster looks to be poised to have He's been underestimated for many years. Absolutely. Uh, they tried not to pay him for a while. He finally got paid. All he did was you know, put up great numbers. So 200 uh, yards on the Packers. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I forgot about. It. We want to forget about that. I've, I've, I'm, I'm mad that I do remember that. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We've got a few left to go here. A couple of segments here before kickoff. Week one in the NFL. Week one in your fantasy football matchup. Another season of us hanging out together on Sunday mornings. Fantasy football weekly here on the Fan. I'm just saying that if I had a fantasy football team, truly my fantasy, it would be made up of strippers and unicorns. (laughs) For 14 years, we've been together each Sunday morning. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on 1250 AM, The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. 20 and change, 20 minutes and change to kickoff of week one in your fantasy football championship season. 
So if you're keeping track at home, I want to know how many Super Bowls you guys have won, too. We'll, uh, we'll do that next week. I'm going to throw out there on Twitter. I just want to do some inventory on Super Bowls because I want to have an impact. I want the show to have an impact on you guys winning Super Bowls. I and won I know, two or three last year. You know, this show actually, you know, you guys help, help me more than you know. I, I will say that because some of these plays, yeah, I mean, I'm, in, I'm in six leagues. So, you know, chances are I'm going to be running up against or, or have one of the players you guys ask about. And it's like I'm almost talking myself into or out of a certain play. So that has certainly helped. Uh, last three years, five Super Bowls for me. Um, so on a little bit of a roll. I went through a drought there a few years prior to that. I think, I think Rami had that impact on me. Yeah. So now that now that he's just you know sitting home listening, um, I, I started to win some Super Bowls. So I want to take inventory on that from you guys uh, next year. Also a team great. We'll hit up some social media here right now. Uh, let's squeeze in a call here, and then we'll get to social media, and then we'll go back to call. Uh, let's go to Tony. Tony, you're next at seven nine nine twelve fifty. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you today? Well, more important how you are, Tony. Thanks, and welcome back. Very few days that are fine is opening Sunday. Very few. <laughs> it's so cool. I have a one-point PPR flex. Three wide receivers, I need one. Nico Hardman against, against Cleveland. Devontae Smith on the road against Atlanta. Or Marquise Brown, who's in my lineup, but I'm doubting. On the road yeah. against Vegas, I need one. Three very similar wide receivers. Yeah, and it's at the bottom of his uh, depth chart here, too, to throw him in the flex. And again, I, I hate to put it all on on Smith there in Philadelphia, but you know, we I think we may have been having the same sort of conversation with Jalen about Jalen Rieger in, in Philly. Now the landscape is a little bit different. And we're we're seeing, you know, a different quarterback, different uh, offensive um, system. So maybe maybe it is Smith, but Hollywood Brown, uh, Tony. Let's let's face it, guys. He's been sort of disappointing, hasn't he? But he's a deep threat. He is the deep threat, and it takes one catch to get you up around ten ten. Uh, <laughs> Same points. with Nicole Hardman too, and Hardman also. I, you know what? I'm going to go with Smith. Uh, let's go with Smith in in uh, Atlanta taking on the Falcons, and let's let's check out uh, in. In great detail, the Philadelphia Eagles offense today. All right, thanks. All right, Tony. Good good luck. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. If uh, we'll throw you on hold here, uh, if you want to jump in here, you got a question. Week one in the NFL. Week one in your fantasy football championship season. Some social media items uh, coming in fast and furious. Yeah, from Ben, we have Kenyon Drake or Mike Davis. I'm going Davis. He's going to get more touches. I think that is the safe bet. Uh, let's see. Deggy Fresh says half point PPR. <laughs> Flex spot. Need one. Jarvis Landry, MVS, or Jamal Williams? I do like MVS. He was part of our circle of trust here. And uh, In a half I do... point PPR, though. Yeah, and his, his you know, I, I obvious. We all know where the ball has been going to on a regular basis. Now, MVS is a home run hitter, and I, th- I think he will get loose today. I'm going with the deep shot, and that'll keep this at least a decent decision. I'm going MVS. 
I don't know about this one. I think I need to see what Jamal Williams' role is going to be in Detroit. Because I could see him being the receiving back that DeAndre Swift is not. And I could see Jarvis Landry being a nice possessions receiver for the Browns in what could be a passing shootout with the Chiefs. I don't know, but I think MVS, if you want to go for the home run ball, you don't need a, a sure thing. You can go for a risk. Why not go for MVS? I, th- I think he hits it. And, and in terms of Jamal Williams, okay, you have two factors here. One would be today's NFL which is a shared backfield system with most of these teams. However, you have DeAndre Swift and an old school sort of new head coach here. So does he kind of land on, you know, that older school sort of ground and pound one guy, if you will. DeAndre Swift, a dual threat. Let's, Let's not forget that as well. Um... I gotta wait and see the usage on Williams, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on Jamal yeah. just just a touch. I think that's a great question, though. One more before we go back to the calls from Corey. It's a team grade, a 14 team standard scoring. Tannehill, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Darrell Henderson, DeAndre Hopkins, Chase Claypool, <laughs> Cortland Sutton. Where's his tight end? No, MVS. Uh, Dallas Goddard and the Bucks defense. That in a fourteen-team league. That's a monster team. That's an A, maybe an A Abs- plus. Oh, it might be A plus. I'm gonna give it uh, an A, leaning on the plus. The receivers are a little bit weak, but I mean they could be huge. Chase Claypool in his second year could but absolutely DeAndre, break out. DeAndre keeps that legit though. True. And MVS, he could be a huge part of that Packers offense. And then I think Dallas Goddard's going to have a massive season for the Eagles. And Ryan Tannehill and that that passing attack is just machine-like. It is machine-like. He, you are going to have no problems with that team right there. It will but be competitive. Getting the running backs of Kamara, wow. Montgomery, and Henderson in a 14-team league. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. All right, let's go to at 799-1250. Let's go to Darren. Darren, you're next on Fantasy Football Weekly. Oh, yeah, I need to start one, uh, and I got uh, Justin Hubert as my quarterback. Uh, Mike Williams, Robbie Anderson, or is it Brandon Wicking? Ayuk oh, for the I- Niners? Yeah. Ayuk, Williams, or Robbie Anderson. I can't figure out Mike Williams. You know, two of th- four weeks – looks like amazing and then he disappears for a while and then he you know he'll he'll be at uh, f- 48 yards or 63 yards in the first half and then end up with 71 at the end of the day and then the very next week he'll have a 182 and two touchdowns i can't figure out mike williams i'm gonna hold off on him for sure that's a tough matchup in in dc so let's hold off. And, and the other two were Ayuk and what was the other one? Robbie Anderson. And Robbie Anderson. I think Ayuk is going to explode this season. And he might have the matchup to do it in Detroit. So let's go Brandon Ayuk and uh, let, the, let the chips fall. Okay, but you're in decent shape. If that's the bottom end of your receiving core, you're in great shape. All right, thanks. All right, you got it. I'm not sure he agreed with us on that one. But I think we were right. We have the track record. Well, again, can you you tell me what Mike Williams is? 
doesn't it feel like he's been a Chargers wide receiver for like 17 years? <laughs> it's only like four, maybe. And he was a, a number one draft choice from what I understand, uh, if, if my memory serves. I believe he, so, yeah. He was pretty high up. And he lost his first season to injury. So he's a little late uh, in, in, in the upbringing, if you will. But uh, let's see. Uh, speaking of Mike Williams, let's go to Mike. Mike, you're next on Fantasy Football Weekly. Uh, yeah, hey, guys, I got a wide receiver question. Sure. Uh, full point PPR. I need two of the four. Um, Julio Jones, Brandon Cooks, Tyler Boyd, and Allen Robinson. Robinson. And and I'm gonna say let's let's go with Julio Jones. Go with Julio Jones. Yeah, yep. I agree with both of those. Yep. Uh, the 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 matchup looks looks good on Julio for sure. But uh, you in trouble the, there? Yeah, you're not getting arrested, are you? No, 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 no. It was just a fire truck going past my house. Oh, okay. All right, um, so I, all right I just want to say, go pack, go. Fifteen and two. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's let's I do love it. it. Yeah. And the other bonus here for you fantasy players and, and, and Evan and myself, it's a 17-game schedule this year. We, we do have to consider that, don't we? I mean, you just that get is, that much more fun. And when do the playoffs start then? I feel like that's something we need to touch on next week if we have time because th- this is unprecedented. Who knows what leagues are doing? We had to have a meeting for one of my leagues to see what we were going to do with this season. Yep, yep. And, wow. So that's just an added bonus here. Just NFL in general. You get another you get another game. All right, a couple of minutes left. We've got to take a quick break, and we'll button things up. Uh, we, can, we can get you in. We can squeeze you in. It'll be a little on the quicker side. 414-799-1250. His name is Evan, Evan Heffelfinger, and, yes, that's his name. My name is Tim Allen. We'll be right back. Fantasy Football Weekly, this and every Sunday on The Fan. Making money the easy way. It's Fantasy Football Weekly on 1250 AM. The Fan. Served up by West Bend Sausage Plus. Visit westbendsausageplus.com. A couple of minutes left before kickoff week one of the NFL. The full slate of games. Nine noon games. Four in the uh, three o'clock window. One tonight, one tomorrow, obviously. Hey, what happened to uh, the two Monday night games? Didn't, didn't we fall into a holding pattern of that in the NFL on opening weekend? I want to say that part of ESPN's new deal with the NFL was they got a different game so that they didn't have to do two games on Monday. I, I don't know, but I found that weird as well. Yeah, with the Brewers having an off day tomorrow, I thought, hey, I get two, and then I was prepping for the show here, and hey, there's only one. That's okay. My Vegas Raiders are in action on Monday Night Football to beat the Baltimore Ravens. Probably not, but we'll see. All right, a couple of minutes left for you guys. We'll go to Appleton, say hello to Frank. Frank, you're on Fantasy Football Weekly. It's uh, Frankleton, I guess you could say. Hey, there you go. Hey, thanks for having me on. Love the show. I always listen, but it's hard for me to get in a call, but I was able to today. And uh, real quick on your extra week of football and the fantasy playoffs, Mm -hmm. just keep the the playoffs as they are with the 15 and 16, you know, their championship in week 16 or whatever, because – there's going to be more juice in those last couple weeks now that you've got that extra game. Other that's a good time, point. Yep. I think that's like, smart. 
yeah, when it ends, you know, a lot of guys are going to rest. Maybe they don't see as many snaps. But with the extra game, there's going to be a little more juice, I think, depending on your teams and who's in and who's not. Um, that you'll get maybe a little more out of those players. So we're just going to leave it. And, total and sense. It Makes total sense. And, yes, you're right. There'll be less sitting and resting yes. players at, at, if you leave it at that same week. Yes. Correct. And then my uh, question for you guys today is with the Trey Sermon inactive, that kind of throws off my roster. So I've got to throw a running back in there. And I've got A.J. Dillon at the 325 game. And I've also got an option of James White at 325. James White going up against Miami Dolphins. A.J. Dillon, of course, the Saints. I'm at a loss on who to, to put in here because I love the PPR appeal of James White, but I do love the touchdown goal line stuff opportunity for Dylan. I was curious what you guys think. Yeah, and not only that, Frank, uh, if the Packers, when I should say the Packers get in blowout situations, you know they're just going to feed A.J. Dillon. They're just going to feed him and save the legs of Aaron Jones. All right, I'm, I'm going A.J. Dillon. Frank, thanks for, the, thanks for the help, and that's a great point on the playoff structure. Let's go to Harry. Harry, you're next here on Fantasy Football Weekly. You're going to get the last say today. All right, I'm in a little pickle. Uh, obviously, Zach Moss isn't playing, so I'm kind of stuck with my team. I have Devontae Parker, or uh, I can pick up Elijah Moore. Um, he's on the waiver wire. Or I, uh, I have um, um, a T. Jones from uh, New Orleans. Ooh, Tony Jones, yeah. Um, Parker, and who is the middle guy you said? I can pick up Elijah, Elijah Moore. Moore. Yeah, I like Elijah, um, honestly. I, I, I do, too. And, and let's take a look at the rookie today. Uh, New York Jets against the Carolina Panthers. All right, thank you, thank you, Harry. That's, that's it. Uh, one in the books here. And a lot more to go. Week one of the NFL. Week one in your fantasy matchup. Brewers about to fire up. You're probably turning on red zone and checking out your fantasy football teams. And we'll talk to you again next week. But I will talk to you along with Evan after the last pitch today as you make the switch. Brewers going after a sweep over Cleveland. Evan, great maiden voyage here in the championship season. I can't wait. Um, it's a big, big day in sports. We've got baseball post game. Football post game, Brewers win, Packers win, and let's enjoy the rest of our weekend. Enjoy the day today. And uh, you've been listening to Fantasy Football Weekly on 1250 AM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.